ML Nation, episode 453. If you want your team to do it, you do it. If you don't want your team to do it, don't do it. So you want to lead by example and do what's worth duplicating. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built teams to over 80,000 and is now a full-time business coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us right now. Here is Simon Chan. ML Nation, on February 23rd, 25th, we're going to have No BS, No Hype, the only event focused on online duplication, as we're going to help you attract online, recruit online, and duplicate online. Now, tickets almost all sold out, and a lot, some of you can't attend the event because you live in Asia or Europe, US, so we've made it a live stream option for you. Not only can you watch it live at the comfort of your home, but you also get access to the workbook and order trainings for up to one year. All you have to do is go to mlmation.com forward slash live stream. Get on the stream. You're going to get tremendous value. You're going to make 2018 your best year ever. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I am super fired up today for our special guest because he is really, really special. Believe it or not, he's the only leader, only person in the whole universe that's been on ML Nation. This will be a record-breaking fourth time. Can you believe that? And Whoa. we have the one and only Jordan Adler. Hey, Jordan, are you ready to make it happen? I'm, I, I'm, I'm ready to go. I mean, absolutely, yes. Hey, so ML Nation, this is four time. Jordan Adler first appeared on ML Nation episode 49, and then episode 300, and then 337. And then today, Jordan's going to talk about duplication. For those who don't know who Jordan Adler is, something he's very important, he's been on the show many times, is... Um, amazing story. At 34 years old, Jordan Adler was living in an enclosed garage his rent was $200 a month, and he had two roommates. He carried 36000 in credit card debt, and his job paid him only 14000 a year. But over the past 27 years, eventually he got started in network marketing, failed many, many times, I think over 9 or 10 times. But finally, he got it right. He became one of the top networkers in the world. He's earned over $20 million from his home-based business. His MO business has over half a million customers, and today we're going to talk about the duplication that results in those customers. Jordan also, uh, many of you know him, has wrote the best-selling book, Beach Money, which 100% of the profits go to charity. His book has been out for nine years and still sells about 5,000 copies a month. A lot of you at MLM Nation has reached out to me personally about, uh, about Beach Money. And now he's launching a second book, which you will talk a little bit about today, called Better Than Beach Money on March 7th. Jordan, aside from being a top networker, splits his time between two homes. He's got a top, really nice condo on the Vegas Strip. And, of course, on the beach. Uh, where else would it be, right? And then two years ago, Jordan, talk about inspirational. I just saw him make that commitment and do this. I, I saw him announce it on stage. And actually, do talk about accountability. He shared it in front of like oh, a couple hundred people at the time. Was He decided to get his helicopter pilot license for just for fun. He's also scheduled to become the first network marketer to travel to space as part of Richard Branson's Virgin Galactic Civilian Space Program. So anyway, Jordan, give you a long intro. But for those who don't know, you share a little bit about your background, how you got started in network marketing, and also your quote rags to riches, how, your instant success story. <laughs> Thanks, Simon. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, I picked up a book at a garage sale when I was in my 20s. It was called The Ten Napkin Presentations by Don Faila. And uh, it was a quarter. The book was 25 cents, which 
quite frankly, that book truly was worth more than my $60,000 college degree because it was the first time that I ever heard the phrase residual income. And it got me thinking about being able to get paid lots of times for working one time. It was the first time that I, I had heard that concept. I didn't even know that it existed. And so after reading the book, um, I did go to college. I've got a degree in landscape architecture from the University of Illinois, moved from uh, Chicago suburbs um, to uh, Phoenix, Arizona, because there was a lot of building going on. And uh, I got a job as a landscape designer getting paid. I think it was like, I don't know, $12,000 a year or something like that. It was really low. And I was uh, I was drafting. And um I, I started answering ads in the newspaper uh, for opportunities. Um, after reading that book, I realized that um, I needed to pursue, on a part-time basis, I needed to pursue a residual income. I wanted the freedom. Uh, even in my early 20s, I wanted the freedom that came with uh, a passive income after reading that. And so I started answering ads and going to different opportunity meetings. I joined a company back in 1981 called uh, Dr. Hill's Potentized Spirulina. It was a it was a algae supplement. Uh, that was my first company, and and I I was with that company for about three months. Uh, talked to a couple of friends, both of them were negative, and I quit. And then about um, about eight months later, I joined my second company, and I and the same thing happened. That was a 3D camera company, um, and 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 I didn't have any money. I mean, I was completely I was really broke, and so I had one credit card, and so I put my uh, distributorship fee on there and bought my product using the credit card. And then I got another credit card and I paid my bills on time and got another credit card. And over the next 10 years, I signed up with 11 different network marketing companies, uh, never signed up one person, uh, quit every one of them within six months. Uh, most of them I quit within three months. And after 10 years, I had been in 11 companies and I had made a total of zero. I'd sponsored a total of zero people and gotten a total of zero customers. I was in, and so I joined my 12th company in 1992, and um, that company, I sponsored 129 people in 13 years uh, and made 8 million bucks with that company. Um, it was a telecom network marketing company. Um, and so they say, you know, when opportunity and preparation come together, that's when things start to happen. So I was going to the seminars and I was listening to audios and I was reading books and I was meeting people that had done it. And, uh, you know, people ask me all the time, why did you stick with it? And the truth is I didn't stick with it. The truth is I kept quitting, but I did bounce back. And uh, every time somebody would come to me with what I thought to be an exciting opportunity, I would join it and uh, I'd work it for a few months. I'd learn as much as I could. And then I would get discouraged and quit. And I realized that that is really not a great model for success in network marketing, you know? What made you change in the 12th company? What made you decide, hey, no more quitting, uh, I'm going to do this? Yeah, you know, it was probably a conversation that I had with Russ Devan. Uh, we never went into business together, but I knew that Russ was a multimillionaire in his 20s, uh, living in a big, beautiful home, what I considered to be a mansion in Scottsdale, Arizona, with a circle drive and a, and a, um, a fountain out front. I think it was like an 8,000-square-foot home, and he was in his 20s, and he drove a sports car, married with a little baby. And uh, Russ um, told me uh, in his office, um, he said, in, in the business of recruiting, you need to be prepared to personally sponsor 20 to 30 people um, to find one that's going to do anything worth talking about. And he said um, that you need to have a plan to do that. Uh, he said, for every 30 people that you sponsor, a third of them will do nothing. That means 10 will do nothing. And there's nothing you can do to get them to work. Uh, a third of them will do a little. 
a third of them will do a little more than a little, and one out of 20 to 30 will go out and do something worth talking about. And he said, it doesn't matter if you're a uh, recruiter in the fitness business or if you're a, uh, a real estate broker and you're bringing on agents or if you're an insurance broker and you're bringing on agents. He said the numbers are the same regardless of the profession that you're involved in if it involves recruiting. And I found that to be true. I noticed that the top uh, earners in network marketing, if you start asking them questions, you find out that most of them have been around their companies for three to five years or more. These are the big earners. Uh, they've sponsored over 100 people personally. Um, so, you know, some of them sponsor one a month, some of them sponsor two a month, some of them sponsor three a month, but they've got a total of 100 people plus. A lot of the top earners have 200 people plus personally signed up. Uh, they're consistent in the business, but what you find out is that their production, their volume comes from usually just a couple of organizations, two to three organizations. So if they've sponsored 100 people, they typically got two or three people that uh, their groups are res responsible for almost 100% of their of, the, of their volume. And so, you know, I, uh, I, I started signing, I started working on my lunches at Coffee Plantation on Mill Avenue in Tempe, uh, giving three presentations a week on my lunches. Um, I'd go from my office at America West Airlines down to this coffee place. I'd grab somebody, sit them down, somebody that I knew. I'd invite them to come have coffee with me and I'd show them what I was doing. And I did that three days a week, um, every week. Uh, so every month I'd show it to 12 people my goal was to sign up one person a month, show it to 12 and sign up one and do that for two years. And so if I signed up one person a month for two years, I would have sponsored 24 people. And after two years, I signed up 19 in that in, in my first successful company, signed up 19 people. And from those 19, my 16th person was a lady named Jackie Ulmer. Jackie was an analyst at the airline, married to an airline pilot. She signed up a woman in New Mexico named Judy Dubiel, who was a secretary and a student. Judy started inviting people into her home, and over the next three years, Judy's group grew to 12,000 distributors and 40,000 customers. She was my sixth, Jackie was my 16th distributor. The first 15 either quit or became customers, and she was my 16th. And so of my first 19 people that I signed up, I only had one, but that one was responsible for almost 100% of my residual income, made me my first million in network marketing, and then over the course of 13 years, uh, I signed up 129 people and I had five out of those 129 that were worth talking about. The other 124 either quit or became customers. And those numbers are the same for most um, top earners in network marketing. In fact, I've never met a top earner in network marketing that has um, uh, you know, more, uh, more than two, like it's usually, it's usually three out of 100 that actually uh, produce significant volume in your organization. So when people come to me and they tell me they've sponsored 12 people and nobody's doing anything and they're talking about quitting or thinking about quitting, um, that's a bad decision because they just haven't sponsored enough people. You, you need to be in the range of 20 to 30 before you can really start to evaluate because that's when you start to see some action. So good. You know, uh, while you're sharing that, I was like nodding my head and smiling because it brings back memories of when I was building in 04, uh, one of the best advice was someone gave it to me was what, like like 3% is a leader. Like what, the number you just gave out, 3 out of 100. Like, like one-third would do nothing no matter what you do. You're going to slap them around. They're still not going to do some, anything. One-third would do a little bit, and another third would do a little bit more, but only one person would do it. And I think my first year, I had like maybe 30 
I had like 30-something people. I remember at the 30-something mark, 32 of them quit. And Isn't that crazy? I actually had 34 people my first year before I recruited, but I was, when I was really stopped building. Um, 34 people. One was my mom, who became a customer. 33 all quit, and the one guy became a leader that still builds a multiple six-figure income. Right? The rest. They, there's all a under perfect. Yeah. So, and and Simon, I can talk to 10 top leaders in different companies, and they all have the same story as what you just shared. Yeah. So there's the. So if you want a secret, that's one thing. Is is understand? Russ taught me this. Russ, Russ taught me this lesson in his office. He said, if you want to, you know, get a sense of it, go talk to a real estate broker that brings on agents and ask them, how many agents do you have to bring on to find one that's going to make $100,000 a year? They'll tell you that half the agents never sell a single home. Half never sell a single home. And only about one out of 100 in the real estate business actually make $100,000 a year or more. So, you know, a lot of people get licensed. They spend thousands of dollars getting licensed to be realtors and then they never sell a home. And, uh, yeah, you know, the 3% thing, um, it's so true. And it's by the way, if you're, it should be, you know what, when I found that out, it actually encouraged me. It didn't discourage me because when right. I was like, of all for fifth and the 20 people, still no one's doing anything. 25, I just say, keep going the 3% rule, right? So as long as I keep going sooner or later, I'll find that. Um, but I, I, cause I read my mentor told me the same thing that you should share with like 3%. And I went into sports. Like if you look at the NBA, rosters uh, the baseball rosters nfl to be an all-star like a first team all pro is like three four percent right and, and the nba teams exactly or nba is like first team second team third team nba it's the top 15 players out of 450 players and what is that yeah. 15 out of four is three percent right it's yeah. really it's now, really really incredible now i think there's a little bit more to it um and the only thing that i would say to 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 add to it would be you want to look for the people you always want to you always want to put fuel on uh, on the fire. So in other words, you don't want to spend time trying to get the people that aren't work. This is what most people do. They spend time trying to get the people that aren't working to go to work. And so all that time that they spend trying to prop up those people that are doing nothing is wasted time because they're not bringing in new people. So you always want to be looking for. I always ask myself the question every day, today, even today, who's next? Who's next in my organization and who's next outside my organization? Who am I going to show it to next? Who am I going to bring into the business next? I'm always asking who's next. And so I'm not working. I'm not throwing fuel. I'm not trying to throw fuel on those people that aren't working. I'm going to look for the people that are working, that are calling me, that are asking questions, that are showing up. That's my filter. Are they asking questions? Are they calling me? Are they showing up? Are they doing something? If those if they're doing things, then I'm going to go and I'm going to work with those people and I'm going to help them bring in new people until I can find their new people that I can help bring in new people. So we're going to then work together and drive depth in that leg and I'll drive a depth in a leg. I'll go down 10 levels, 20 levels, 30 levels deep where I'll find somebody 30 levels down that's excited, that is uh, engaged, that's doing something and I'll offer to do an event for them or, or to do a conference call, a Zoom call for them, because then they bring a bunch of people together, uh, we do a call, and then that helps to drive depth in the group. And, and depth represents, in your network marketing business, depth represents security, and width represents income. So if you sponsor somebody that, let's say they sign up 30 people in 30 days, personally, they sign up 30 distributors in 30 days with customer. Uh, you know, they get they get they become a customer and they are a distributor. And you sign up 30 of those in 30 days. Let's say you've got somebody that's really well connected. 
they're ready to go to work and they go do that. Well, they're going to get a really big check, but that's a very volatile organization because it's all personally sponsored. It's very brittle. It's very shallow versus and that so that creates a big check up front, but it doesn't create security. You have to go wide before you can go deep. But in order to create security, you have to build depth. That's like anchoring your organization, going down deep in your organization. And the deeper you go in your organization, the more stable your income, the less volatile it is. So let's say you had like three, let's say you had two legs, just two legs that were, I don't know, eight levels deep. But there's not a lot of branches coming off, but you've got two legs, eight levels deep. Well, you'll get a nice little check. It's not going to be a huge check, but you'll get a little check that'll be consistent. Because you've got it anchored. If you want a big check, you got to go real wide and real deep. And if even if you're in a binary program, um, it really doesn't matter. Uh, width and depth are. It's it's it's. I know that in a binary everything's deep, but width just means that you've personally brought them into the business. You've yeah. personally enrolled them. Yeah. And you got reentries through in the binary, so you can. It's technically you're still kind of building. You could could build a little bit wide, right? But it's great advice. You know. You know. Um, when you said that, it triggered me. One, your first time you were on the show, I can't believe it was over like three years ago. Uh, I remember one of the big aha moments was you said, hey, once you sponsor someone, you say to yourself, who's next? Right. right. You don't spend time with, oh, let me, this guy's going to be the next leader because you know no. the numbers. is only 3%. Chances are they're not going to do much. If they do, they just a very little. And just, um, it just reinforced very inspiring. It's like you said, who's next? You know, let me see if this guy proved me wrong, but who's next? And you still recruit, but... Three to five people a month. That's why you are where you are. You're yeah, looking to, for a leader. Two to four, two to four people a month consistently. The kiss of death in the business, Simon, is managing people. It's working with people. So you want to become friends with people in your organization. That's great. But in terms of actually, you don't want to ever attach yourself to someone. If you can imagine, like, let's say you are a trainer of sailors. So you're going to train people to sail sailboats. If you tether yourself to someone's boat. They don't have freedom. They'll never have freedom and neither will you. So you don't want to ever tether yourself to someone's boat. And I see that all over our profession. People are people are working with the same people for two years, three years, four years. They've got a tiny, tiny, tiny team and they're still working with the same people. That is the kiss of death. So if you want to be friends, that's great. If you want to go to the movies or go out and have dinner or whatever you do as friends, that's great. But in terms of building the business, you always want to be looking for who's next. Who are you going to put in the business next? Who are you going to show it to next for yourself and for members of your team? Mm. Now, I'm laughing because uh, I made that mistake, too, at the kiss of death. When my the span of like two years, my business didn't grow enough because I was working with the same person all the time. Right. right. So it was really time. And but it's hard. It's like because it, we like to be in management mode. Like we like to just do the easy stuff and just talk and right. hoping that person does something. But we don't do anything. We're not leading yeah. by example. Hey, really good stuff. Any other duplication tips to help? Because you have all this huge customer base. Yeah, what else can you share? so I look, I, I look for key people and I look for key legs. Hmm. So a key person is somebody, and I kind of mentioned this, a key person is somebody that does those three things. They're calling you, they're showing up. That means they're at the meetings, they're on the conference calls, they're registered for convention, and they're doing something. So they're calling you, they're showing up, and they're doing something. That's a key person. A key leg is a leg that has at least four people all in one line. Now, there could be people in between them, but at least four people all in one line that are all key people. So if you've got four people that are all in one leg calling you, doing something, and showing up, then you've got a key leg. And when you have one key leg, 
it's like having a free car because your car payment and your expenses for your car will be paid for by that key leg. In other words, when you have four people that are all doing something and calling you and engaged and showing up for the events and all those things, when you have four people in one leg, it's like having a free car. And then by that time you've been promoted and when you get your second key leg, which might take your, you know, two years, it might take a year or two years, when you have two key legs, it's like having a free car and a free house because now your mortgage payment and your house, your house expenses are covered by that second leg. When you have your third key leg, it's job replacement. When you have four key legs, it's, um, it's a level of uh, financial freedom. It's a level of wealth, rather. And then when you, I'm sorry, level of financial freedom. And then when you have five key legs, it's a level of wealth. That's where you've got a whole bunch of discretionary income. You're looking for ways that you can really serve people with your income, invest, uh, take, uh, you know, upgrade your lifestyle considerably, all those kinds of things. Five key legs. Now, you might have to sponsor 100 or 150 people over the course of three or four years to have five key legs because you're not going to get every person you sponsor is not is not going to be a key leg. Most of them are going to fade into the sunset. Um, when do you start building a leg after you get the after you make a key leg after you got four leaders and you can start building a new leg? Um, yeah, so I'm always building a new leg. I'm never waiting. I'm not working in one leg and not doing anything else. I'm still always every month bringing in two to two to four new people every single month. So I'm always looking again, who's next? I'm always looking for the next one. So for example, I've got key legs that uh, are really emerging now from people that I signed up two years ago. But I've also got an, uh, another uh, 50 personally sponsored distributors that I've sponsored over the past couple of years that have some of them have signs of being key legs. They're not key legs yet, but they have signs. In other words, they're engaged, they're showing up, they're doing something, but there's just not enough people in the groups yet. So I can tell you, like my last, I've got a guy named Gary Allen that's been with me for two years, and he's got about, I don't know, uh, five or 600 people in his organization. Uh, so it's not small, but it's not big. Uh, but he's definitely a key leg. Every single week, there's new distributors joining that group. And so I go to the event. I, we, we have little events here, and I meet his new people, and I'm always looking for who's next. Like, who's the person that is so engaged, not just excited about it, but they're doing something, they're, they're registered for convention, they're on the conference calls each week. Well, he, he brought in somebody who lives in Colorado, a woman named Kayla that's a realtor. He put me on the phone with her. So she's on my second level. I've got people down in that group on my fifth and sixth and seventh level, but she's on my second level, but she's a, she's a key person. She got promoted twice in her first month. So I know she's a key person. So now that's a, another new leg that started that could, and so I'm, so we just booked a trip to go to Colorado to meet with all of her people and we'll put it in front of a whole new people there, a whole, whole group, new group of people there. Awesome stuff. Really good stuff. Hey, um, Let's switch topics a little bit. Let's talk about you talk about duplication. Let's talk about, you know, uh, most, almost every listener here know about your book, Beach Money. And by the way, if you don't, you definitely got to get a copy of it. It's one of the best-selling books in network marketing, Beach Money uh, by Jordan. Now, talk about your, your, your newest book, Better yeah. Than Beach Money. What was your vision, purpose? Why did you write that? And what's it about? Simon, I am super excited about the new book. First of all, I want to say that as far as duplication goes, one of the greatest ways that you can duplicate in your business is to get, if you have, if there are good network marketing books that you love, get those books down into your organization. 
that's a way that you can really leverage your time. If you have a book that you love, promote the book, get it to people in your organization, and that will create, it will anchor your group and it will create duplication. That's a piece that a lot of people miss, promoting tools that in your group, it's leverage. It's like you can get a hundred times more done by promoting a book or an audio series than you can trying to do it on your own. That's the first thing. But the new book here, hold on, I'll grab it. Take you two seconds. Um, so I was I was sitting around uh, I was sitting around um, a fire up in the mountains. I've got a place up in the mountains up here in Nevada with a group of friends, and and uh, one of them asked me. I'd been I'd gone through like forty titles for the book, and I could not find a title that worked. It's just like it, they were all good, but none of them were like the right one. And uh, you know, Beach Money's done well. It's sold six hundred thousand copies. Um, it's not the number one book in network marketing. It was for a while, but it's not right now. But it's done very well, and 10 years later, it still continues to do well. So one of the people around the fire said, well, what, what exactly is the book about? And I said, the only thing I can tell you is it's better than beach money. <laughs> and they go, better than beach money? And I go, better than beach money. So that became the title of the new book, Better Than Beach Money. So if you go on Amazon, you're going to see beach money, which is going to look very similar to this, because I redid the cover of the original book. And it's got some new, the new, the original book has been revised and it's got a whole bunch of new chapters. So if you go and buy Beach Money, the first book, you're going to see a whole lot of new content in there and a new cover. And then this book, Better Than Beach Money, this book right here, it's only 90 pages. It's an easy read. Most people are reading it in one sitting. It actually doesn't start shipping until March 7th, but you can pre-order it now. And the book is about how a simple shift in focus can instantaneously change everything in your life. Most people are looking for their answers in the how-to. They'll come to they'll come to the events. Um, they'll be on the the Zoom calls and they'll take notes and they're trying to figure out, you know, what am I doing wrong and what do I need to do to build the business successfully? And they're and in my opinion, in most cases, they're looking in the wrong place because it's not about the how. In most cases, most people know that have been around for even a little bit of time know how to build the business. That's not the problem. The problem is what they're focusing on. So this book is just more stories. Um, all, all chapters are like two to four pages, very short chapters. It's a fun read. I love the stories in this book. I'm super, super excited about it. And it's like the small shift, just like you, for you. Uh, you had done 11 companies, all quit in, within six months. And then one shift, you know, hey, to get that leader, it took one out of the superstar leaders, 30%. Right. Most right. people wonder, And that shift and totally changed everything for you. Every single top earner in network marketing will tell you that it was a defining moment that changed everything. And if you think about what does that mean? Defining moment, something that changed their perspective, defining, and it happened in a moment. It didn't happen over time. So, so this book is about defining moments. It's about uh, looking for and discovering those events in your life <laughs> that in a moment change everything. So what if you didn't have to wait for five years? What if you could do it now, like in a moment, like that? And it's all about just shifting your focus. Sometimes even just like one or two degrees can change everything. All of a sudden you see something that you didn't see before that was completely invisible to you before. So let me give you a real a specific example. I have a home in the mountains in Arizona as well and a hummingbird got into my house and that hummingbird flew right over to the window. And I was getting ready to leave for two weeks. And I was trying to get the hummingbird, they're very fast, and I was trying to get him to go out to the door. The door was wide open, but he was wanting to go towards the window, and it was flying against the window and really struggling. 
And I went in the kitchen and I got a pitcher and I tried to catch the hummingbird, but you can't catch a hummingbird. They're too fast. I tried for two hours to catch the hummingbird. They got a lot of energy too. Could not get that hummingbird, but I had to leave. And I knew if I left, that hummingbird would end up dead on, my, on the windowsill in my home. And so um, finally he got tired and he sat up on the little rim of the pitcher and I walked him outside and he flew off. But if I hadn't gotten him out, he would have died. So one direction leads to struggle and death and it's hard. The other direction is effortless. It's just a shift in focus. It's not that the hummingbird doesn't know how to fly. The, the hummingbird is a skilled flyer. Very, it, it can fly backwards. It's probably the most skilled flyer of all birds. But because it was focused towards the glass, it's, it ultimately it, that represented struggle and ultimate death to that hummingbird. And that's what I see so many people do. They're, they know how to do it. It's just like the hummingbird knows how to fly. They know how, but they're struggling and they're, and they're ultimately going to leave. They're going to quit because they get discouraged versus just shifting their focus. And that's what this book is about. Mm. And I think uh, the defining moment when you said that, I think a lot of people, uh, the difference between the leaders, once you get the defining moment, they act on it without seconds thinking too much about it. I think right. a lot of people, they get that moment. We all get these moments, invisible moments. But then we start thinking, is that the right way? Is it what's going to happen? And you talk yourself out of it. And then you basically screwed up everything. You lost everything. You lost that defining moment. You end up being where you are again. Yeah. And also, I think you'll find that when you um, act on those intuitions that you have, that, and there's usually some fear. It's like if you can imagine the hummingbirds flying in another direction, and that hummingbird's little brain, it's probably going, I'm not sure if I'm going the right way because logically I should be flying towards the light, which is the glass, right? The hummingbird might question its uh, destination, but you know, you're going to find that once you take action, once you move towards that, um, everything, everything changes and you find out it wasn't as difficult as you thought. In fact, it was probably a lot easier than the way you were going about it. And I, no one could question this. There's not one person that's watching this right now, Simon, that could question this, that the top earners in network marketing, in every business, not just in network marketing, they view the world differently. They view the world differently than those that struggle. So it's really just like seeing what they see, being able to see the invisible. What's invisible to you, they see. And so how can you open up those, uh, those um, you know, those channels, those op uh, those yeah. opportunities uh, for yourself. Because what they don't see, what, what they, the reason they can't see is a fear. Right. right. It's like what the hummingbird is scared to go the other way, but we <laughs> right. actually went the other way and embraced that fear. The answer was so, it would be so simple, right? right? Why the top earners can see what it, most people can't see because they're willing to embrace the fear, do something scary, and then the answer solution is so obvious. Yeah. Hey, and one more thing. In my original book, Beach Money, which is um, revised, the last chapter is, I mean, it, it's invaluable. It's priceless. The last chapter, it's a new chapter in the original book, Beach Money, which is on Amazon as well. And that one is shipping. Um, it's, ask, it's called Ask Jordan. So it's just a chapter, uh, 21 pages of Q&A. And I love that chapter. It's got so much great stuff in it. Awesome. So ML Nation, we'll put the link to Jordan's book on the show notes page. Just go to MLNation.com, search for uh, Jordan, it'll pop right up. And also you can just go to Amazon. Jordan Aller is one of the best-selling books, uh, Beach Money. And stay tuned. You can pre-order better than Beach Money as well. Yep. There you go. 
Yeah, Simon. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Hey, you're welcome. It's always fun to have you on the show. As we wrap up, I know I've seen you've grown. You've seen Alma Nation grown since we first had you on the show. I still remember, by the way, where you were sitting the first time. Because we, I, I know we had met. It took me a lot of follow-up to get you on the show the first time. Right. And, and that was so easy, right? I didn't know you, man. <laughs> now, I remember exactly where you're sitting. I was nervous, too. I was so nervous. I went to. I remember I went to workouts. It would be I'm, I'm interviewing Jordan Adler. I still remember that. It was like June in 2015, exactly well, you where in, I was. You impressed me, Simon. Uh, when, I, when I met you, you did, you did impress me. So where was I sitting? You were sitting in the back. At a, uh, oh, at, at the event. Oh, I, 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 where we met was at an event. At the yeah. Les Brown so where, event. Where was, you said you remember where I was yes, sitting. Yes, you were sitting I, more to the left, where the, not not this angle, to the left. You have a table to the, to the right of you. Oh, okay. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you just came oh, in. Oh, so in the same, in the same condo. Okay, Same cool. condo. Same condo yeah. in Vegas. And you showed me the view of your your penthouse condo, everything. Yeah. I was like, oh, right, okay, it's cool. Right. Jordan Adler. You just made Thank me more you, nervous Simon. back then. Well, I, I really appreciate your support of Beach Money, and congratulations on the success of your show and uh, your seminars and everything that you're doing. No, you make it easy and fun. Hey, before we let you go, uh, some quick questions to pick your brain. Hey, everyone. Many trainers teach you how to recruit, but what makes ML Nation different is that we also teach you how to recruit and the latest strategies to create duplication in your team. Go to our website, mlnation.net, to get free resources and the latest tools on the 10 stages of online duplication. Again, that is mlnation.net. Okay. okay, so one of them, uh, they may have changed over the years, but what is one of your favorite, or it could be a new quote, what is a success quote that motivates you? Uh, two things I would say. Well, one, the one that's the, it, I wouldn't say it motivates me, but it definitely keeps me on, on track. And even today, I still live by this. Don't quit on a bad day. I love we that. All have, we all have lots of bad days, and just don't let that day or that week knock you out of the business. I remember you, you said that. A breather, if you need to take a breather, do it, but don't let it knock you out. I still remember you said on episode 49, the first show, don't quit on the bad. You can quit on a good day, but just not on the bad day. So right. good. Uh, what is one habit that's helped you become successful? You know, um, <laughs> this is going to sound crazy, but it's it's really taking care of my health. You know, and it's, it's it, because it keeps me mentally aligned. Um, and that means, um, you know, I do yoga. I do hot yoga a couple of days a week. I lift weights. Um, I stretch. It just keeps me aligned. And, you know, I see so many people that their lives are just like healthy. They're just like their lives are so much of a wreck that it, it, it makes it hard. Like, you know, keep your environment, your personal body and your environment in good shape because that keeps you uh, in tune and keeps you um, gives you the life necessary to have the energy to build a business. Well, you dated yourself before early on the show when you told me what uh, what year you signed up uh, in your first MLM. But otherwise, no one would have guessed your age. So you're doing a great job and keep taking care of your health. Well, Simon, I, I actually turned 60 next month. Incredible. Six zero. Yeah. Really, Thank really you. good. That's very impressive. Uh, what's the best piece of advice you ever received, Jordan? Uh, this is a, for network marketing. By far, the best piece of advice I've ever received is don't quit on. I'm sorry, uh, is um, is um, only do what's worth duplicating. Only do what's worth duplicating. In other words, if you want your team to do it, you do it. If you don't want your team to do it, don't do it. And so this one, it sounds really simple, but even people that know it 
they still, I still see them doing things that they wouldn't want their team to duplicate. Mm. And uh, so, so I, I think um, if you want your team to set appointments every day and schedule and, and, and do meetings, then inspire them by doing the same. If you want your team to be at convention, you be the first to register for convention and let them know. So you want to lead by example and do what's worth duplicating. What's your favorite prospecting tool? So say like uh, you have a qualified prospect right now. What you send them a link to your online video? Do you have an app? Do you uh, what do you? Yeah, we use, use? Uh, we use an app. Um, I notice our connections getting a little flaky here, but we use the we use an app. We use an app, and then we also use a video, a, a little three minute video. Um, uh, I like those, and then also, I found that um, from another perspective, the business card, not my business card, but their business card, is a great prospecting tool. And what I mean by that is when you go places where people have business cards, they throw them at you when you ask. So it's really easy to make a connection. People that have business cards love to give you their business cards. And once you have their email address and phone number, that's a, a great starting point for building relationship. So um, it's really easy to meet people when you go places where people have business cards. Do you have a favorite online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? I do, but I really can't talk about it in this. Context. Okay, all right. It's your company app. Um, 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 so, you know, as far as a, my favorite uh, app for for business building, um, you know what? I really I, I can't think of one in particular that that has helped me, other than you know maybe like some photo editing stuff. But no, I like Facebook. You know, I, I use Facebook a lot, but that's pretty cliche. But that's what I use. Aside from your books, do you have any other one or two books you could recommend? Yeah, you know, I, I love uh, Todd Falcone's book, The Fearless Networker. I think it's fantastic. It's very simple. Uh, I, of course, I love Eric Worre's book, GoPro. I think that's um, an amazing book. Um, I love uh, Randy Gage's book, Making the First Circle Work. There's a whole bunch. Mm. Big Al Tells All by Tom Schreider uh, is fantastic. It's a very old book, but it's really still relevant today. Very simple, but very relevant. Big Al Tells All. And here's the last question, Jordan. For the fourth time, the million-dollar question. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. So imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one but your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to build an MLM business from scratch? You know what? I want to get introductions to new people. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look online, and I'm going to find meetup groups. I'm going to find networking groups, and I'm going get to get, gonna get out into the community and start shaking hands and meeting people and getting business cards. Because then those people will introduce me to their friends and their business contacts. So that's how I'm going to grow my network. I need, to, I need to get a network very quickly. So I'm going to go meet people that know other people, that have good relationships with other people. Then they'll, they will introduce me. I'm going to build a relationship with them, and then they're going to introduce me to the people they know. I can know you can meet 100 people in one week doing that. Hmm. As we wrap up, any last words of advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Uh, best uh, advice would be to keep dreaming. Uh, most of us give up on our dreams. Um, we start to rationalize our dreams down. We shrink our dreams to meet our income. That's a mistake. We were born to dream. Everything that we experience in life every day is a result of somebody's dream. So rather than living other people's dreams, how about living your own? There's a reason you have those dreams. So don't give up on your dreams. And then the way people can connect with me is uh, beachmoney.com. Find me on Facebook. Um, follow me on Facebook. Jordan Adler, and then uh, I am really looking forward to having you read the new book and the revised book. And, and Simon, again, thank you so much. I'm so grateful to you for 
uh, having me on your show. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging with a rock star, Mr. Jordan Adler. So keep up the momentum. Go to MLNation.com and just go to type in Jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N, at the search bar. And the show notes are all the nuggets of wisdom and the links to Jordan's new book and his other old book, Beach Money, and Better Than Beach Money, will be right there. Hey, in order to be successful in life and in network marketing, you must help others. So, Jordan, thanks again for sharing your valuable time over thanks, and over Keith. again with ML Nation. We're Thank grateful you. to you. We appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, Jordan. God bless you. Thanks, Simon. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. Hey, ML Nation. Before we head off, don't forget, get your live stream ticket to No BS, No Hype, the only event focused on the 10 stages of online duplication as you learn how to track online, recruit online, and duplicate online. We're going to go into detail on Facebook messages, how, what, the, uh, what to say, how, what to, how to reply back. We're going to have a workshop on how to create content, and you can do all this for the comforts of your home. Not only can you watch it live, but you also have recording access to all the workbook and worksheets for up to one year. Just go to mlnation.com forward slash live stream mlnation.com forward slash live stream. Get the ticket and you make 2018 your best year ever as you track, recruit, and duplicate online. Hey, I'm ML Nation, Simon Chan. Awesome show from Jordan Adler, the one and only Jordan Adler who wrote Beach Money, one of the best-selling books about network marketing. And this is also, he's the only guest to be on ML Nation for four times. I still remember the first one, uh, they're all good. The first one, episode 49, then episode 300, which you check out what Jordan has really done for charity, how what he's done in episode 337, and now this episode. Uh, now, for those who don't know your background, he shared an amazing story, why he did like 11 companies all failed. And his big aha moment in the 12th company was, this is business about recruiting. And, you know, even a top earner like him, seven-figure earner, he's earned over $20 million, he still recruits two to four people a day. And the thing that stood out, I remember the first conversation I had with him was, the second he sponsors you, he is thinking who's next because he knows it is a numbers game. And, you know, his turning point was, his mentor told him, out of 30 people, one-third would do nothing, one-third would do a little, one-third would do more than a little, but only one would be a leader. And as he said that, I'm like, I was smiling, laughing, like I could share on the show because that was totally me, you know. And the good thing is I actually had someone that told me that early, right? I've only been involved with one company. And so when I had 10, 20 people didn't do much, I kept on going. And if you look at it, like that 3% rule is true across everything. And it's also like people go to gym. Most people don't do much. Most people who do real estate agents, we become real estate agents, half don't sell a house. This is the way the world works. So it's not like network marketing is geared towards something else. And that's why you want to be that. If you're listening to this, you want to be that 3% because that's where the money is, is, right? So if you are the ones who do a little bit, hey, step up your game. If you want to do a little bit more, step up your game. But the key is recruiting. And I've seen so many people, they sponsor 10, 20, and they say, oh, I don't have enough duplication. Hey, it's because you haven't hit that 3% rule yet. Uh, keep going and you find that. And it's worth repeating, Jordan signed up 19 people in his first two years and only one person, uh, Jackie Elmer, who's also been one of the first shows on ML Nation, she was done who actually brought in another person that brought in 3,000 people, all right? Out of 19 uh, people, only one person became that superstar. So it is a numbers game. And uh, Jordan got 129 people, only five were good. Five did begin, but the five does more than 
you know, 10,000 people combined. It is about leadership, and these are the leaders that bring out bring out the teams. Don't, don't make that mistake. He called it the kiss of death is when you attach to someone to one person. And, you know, I was smiling because I made that mistake too. You fall in love with a leader and just work with that person. But instead, you got to build death. You got to build width. You got to keep building, keep recruiting. At once, and Jordan defined the difference, what it means by what he looks for, key people, but also key likes. Once key likes get to a certain point, then he moves on. He's always looking to build new likes. You can't be falling in love with the same people. Now, you can be friends with them, but not always working in the business together with them, right? So, so, so good. I think another thing that most people make that mistake. Um, duplication, get people in the books, get people to events. Those are things that get people to duplicate. Uh, again, highly recommend Jordan's book, Beach Money. And then also, I got an advanced copy of his new book, Better Than Beach Money. I highly recommend it as well because it's really about defining moments. Your defining moments are something you think about, whether you go to an event or it's really a shift in your focus. Uh, for me, it was, you know, one of the defining moments was. Uh, one of the first ones was one of my mentors told me one out of 100. Talk to 100 people in order to get one person. That shifted for me because even when I was over 20, over 30, that kept me going. Another defining moment was one out of 33 will become a leader. So when 20 people joined my business, they didn't do much. Now, I did have a couple of people did a little bit, but not much. I wasn't disappointed. I kept on going. Another defining moment was seeing the vision of growing internationally, you know, growing internationally. Another defining moment early, early on was using online duplication. Going, you know, because I'm a shy, quiet kid from Brooklyn, I couldn't really do the traditional way. I, you know, I'm not a very outgoing. I'm an introvert. So seeing the online possibility, that was a huge defining moment. But hey, and this is early, early back in 2004, I kind of pioneered it uh, for our company and for the profession. Like, hey, not many people are doing it, but Amazon's getting popular, Google, and there's Yahoo at that at the time. And uh, this is way before Facebook. There's a thing called Friendster. And I saw the potential of online, and that was my defining moment, right? So the opportunities are always out there, but you have to stay in the game. You got to give it three to five years, and you got to act on, on that intuition. Like Jordan said, you don't want to be the hunting board, hummingbird. You got to don't, you know, the thing that prevents you uh, from finding it, from getting a defining moment is fear, right? So go do the thing that scares you. And a lot of times it's just a shift in focus, seeing things differently. Another tip is top earners always see the world differently, right? That's why we see the different perspective. And I think that comes because hang out with top earners. Seeing it, like if you spend time with Jordan, just listening to the show, you learn to see things differently. So when I give an example, your friends say, hey, you talk to 20 people, you got no signups, you have no money, you know that, hey, it's a numbers game, right? You got 10 downlines, you don't do much. Some of your downlines or some of your friends say, hey, it's not working, you're working so hard. But you shift them focus by... Because you're seeing things different. Top earners like Jordan would see things differently. Even the second he sponsors you, he sees things different. He's seeing who's next. And that's big, big key. But you got to, it's the defining moment. And again, give big plug for his book, Better Than Beach Money. Um, take care of your health. That's very important for Jordan. If you meet him, he's amazing for his age. Looks really good. Do what's duplicating. And that means lead by example. What you're doing today, is that something you want your downlines to be doing? And you don't want to be like the kiss of death, that management mode. You always want to be leading by example. And another glass tip he shared was uh, business cards, right? If you go to an event, just ask. People love to give business cards. So you just ask for the cards. They'll give you your cards. And the cards have the email name on them. Great way to never run out of contacts. Hey, great show from Jordan, the one and only Jordan Aller. Again, be four times on the show. Check out his book. Go to MLNation.com. Just search for Jordan. You see Jordan Aller there. And um, you see the link to his book. Definitely get Beach Money. That's a classic. And check out his new book, Better Than Beach Money. And if you, by the way, if you like ML Nation, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. I'm loud and proud to be part of this amazing profession. And remember, 
We're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us today. Now head over to MLMNation.net for valuable recaps of every show and also to get your free training resource on how to use online duplication to grow your business. Thanks again for being a part of this amazing profession. 